the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. We're always trying to find hidden gems in markets. And uh, Super Bowl 56 uh, gives us a quite the variety pack of offerings out there in the sports betting universe. And... Uh, eyeing a, a couple of lines and possibly for a single play payday on either one of these guys. Uh, Lundy, I'm going to attach a statistical category to two individuals that you may not be thinking would have a prop on this particular statistical category. But indeed, indeed they do. And I'm talking about uh, Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase. Uh, we're not talking about receptions. We're not talking about receiving yards or any time touchdowns. We're talking about rush yards. And using uh, the power of the internets and the search engines that are out there, I have indeed unearthed a pair of rush yards props for both of these standout wide receivers. So here you go. Cooper Cup, it's just a half a rush yard, is a line right now at Caesars Sportsbook. And, of course, you, you don't want to take the under. Life is too short to bet the under on something so infinitesimal. So if you lean to the over, it's plus 250 if he gets one one measly rush yard. Meanwhile, for Jamar Chase, uh, the line is set at two and a half rush yards at DraftKings, and the over there is at minus 110. Are you willing to fire off two tickets here? No. Are you drunk already this morning? I'm not. Oh, my goodness. I may be shaking is, off the rust folks, of last night, but, This you know. is what happens when you're a D-Gen, okay? You start <laughs> digging around for props like this. Uh, first of all, Cooper Cup had a carry in the game against the Niners, and it went for negative yards, dude. Negative yards! We only need one yard, though, Lundy. Well, but, Brad, uh, I know that you're not good at math, but negative is not one yard. <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm not a big fan of the uh, of the Cooper Cup. I uh, even though it's got the plus odds, I'm not a fan of the one for Cup. I do like the one on Jamar Chase. I, I do think that they will try to throw a wrinkle in there, do him on that sweep so that he can get outside of that uh, pass rush, that defensive line that uh, that the Rams uh, have invested so heavily in. So I do kind of like the chase one. I know it doesn't have the great odds that you're all that you're so drunk on uh, when it comes to uh, your other options. But I I don't trust Cup. No, I, I I just can't do it. Jamar Chase, yes. Cooper Cup, no. So we'll split the difference. Well, let's see. Uh, Cooper Cup has done this uh, three times this season. That's it. He's only had five carries in the entire year. So, you know, it could be one of those sideways passes that the scorekeeper says, you know what? That's a run. That's behind the line of scrimmage. I wish you folks could see how hard I'm laughing right now I, at I Brad I trying know. to justify this plus odds bet. But I like to get seduced by the juice, and it's plus 250. So I might fire off a ticket on that because why the heck not? This is the last time I'm going to be betting on football for quite some time. And no, I'm not touching the USFL when it launches this spring. But I'm with you on Chase. And uh, just for uh, you know reference This line at DraftKings is significantly lower compared to the other books. Uh, I saw at uh, Caesars, I saw at BetMGM, it's a four and a half rush yards for Jamar Chase. So you're getting it two and a half. You get that two-yard discount right now at DK. And look what he's done in this postseason. He is getting, you know, at least a rush attempt every single game. He had three for 23. 
uh, against Las Vegas, one for two against the Titans, and then one for three against Kansas City. So if you like that action, again, on a standard juice, just minus 110 on the over, yeah, dude, chase it down on that over two and a half, and don't be a coward. Roll with Cup as well, and with that, I'm not a I'm not a coward. I'm just trying to use my brain. Uh, on this nutless Friday, let's get to it here with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's go ahead and look at the NBA slate. It's always loaded on a Friday. Just a smorgasbord of options to choose from. Uh, so let's go ahead and reach the top shelf here and try to pluck down a great value. And I think ultimately Josh Giddy tonight is going to get a double-double. And if you believe that uh, the man from the land down under with the long flowing hair, oh, he's handsome. I wish I could be Josh Giddy. Uh, let's put another shrimp on the Bobby uh, at plus 150. That's uh, what he will get you if you score that double-double, which he has done uh, fairly often. This season, as a matter of fact, Josh Giddy has registered a double-double in a game 13 times this year. He's taking on the Portland Trailblazers, who last time out on January 31st, so not that long ago, uh, he went 14-12. and 12. That was 14 points and 12 rebounds. Uh, he has gone over this in three consecutive games, uh, twice with points and rebounds, including that Trailblazers outing, and once with points and assists. And you look at the Blazers this season, we know that they are overly generous defensively, giving up uh, a very high points per possession clip. In fact, the third highest in the NBA. So pull it all together, Lundy. Are you with me on the Aussie? Oi, oi, oi! To get a double-double in P-Town at plus 150, according to DraftKings, fade or follow. Yeah, I am giddy for giddy, my man. This is one of my favorite guys to bet on uh, in the NBA. You and I have a few, Franz Wagner being one yes. of them. Uh, But we do like ourselves some giddy, and I'm always trying to find um, props on him that are suppressed, especially based on uh, his opponents. But I feel like the odds makers, Brad, are starting to catch up with us because they're starting to set his lines a little bit better. So I like this one. Just a straight up, all I need is a double-double. Pretty easy to do against Portland. Uh, Chauncey Billups uh, and and crew have been lost ever since they lost Dame Lillard. And frankly, I don't think they looked very good even when Dame was out there on the court. This Portland team's in trouble. Uh, Some of the media folks that I follow up there in the Pacific Northwest are scratching their heads as to what exactly is going on with this team um so i think giddy takes advantage of it tonight love this call on the double double the thunder from down under oh i'll remove my pants if giddy can hit this plus 150 number four all right let's move on here and probably the marquee matchup of the night in the nba at least one of them you got nets and jazz uh the rudy gobert unlikely to play once again tonight but they are going to get uh, spider-man back and donovan mitchell but the other big matchup this evening uh the philadelphia 76ers taking on the dallas mavericks and i'm gonna go with the maximum play here and i'm talking about tyrese maxi and i'm gonna take the over on nine and a half rebounds plus assists uh, you look at maxi he's done this in five of his last seven games uh, lundy and you know dallas uh pretty damn good defensively uh, number 11 and fewest opponent rebounds per game allowed. Oh, what a quinky dink. Number 11 and fewest opponent assists per game allowed as well. But 
It's all about the recency bias. I'm injecting it in my veins here. Yes, it's minus 130 on this prop right now at BetMGM. So it's juiced up a little bit. Again, for those that don't understand the plus-minus system, uh, if you think that Maxi is going to get to 10 or more combined rebounds plus assists, uh, you want to pluck down 130 to cover the juice to get back 100. That's the minus 130 there. Simple math, I know, and I failed uh, remedial math back in the day. So, Lundy. Feed or follow Tyrese Maxey. Once again, putting crooked numbers in the box score and rebounds plus assists on the over. Nine and a half, though juiced up, minus 130 at MGM. Well, hey, sometimes things are juiced up because uh, of the expectation to hit it, and sometimes you got to be willing to pay that juice. Yes, it, it, it is a little bit extra. I get it. Uh, maybe you want to uh, player prop uh, parlay this one, so grab Maxi, throw it together with something else. But I like this one as a standalone. Uh, I think he gets to double figures between uh, those two stat lines. And again, I was just saying it a second ago with Giddy. There's a handful of guys that, yes, I know, Brad and I may sound like a broken record with the guys that we include uh, on the podcast or that Brad and I use on the TV show. But that's because if somebody's cashing tickets, keep betting on them. I'm not here to try to have variety, folks. I'm here to win. So if Maxie's my guy, yes, I'm going to keep betting on him. I like this one a lot. Take it to the max. Bet on Tyrese. Number three. All right, let's go to the Friday slate of college basketball. Always the appetizer, Lundy, before Saturday, which basically you wake up, uh, you shake off the rust of the prior evening, and you start wagering. Uh, Sometimes, you know, if you're out on the West Coast, you can start wagering at like 8 a.m., and the action doesn't stop until like 11 or midnight your time. Uh, it's always glorious every single Saturday. And it's just so there's so much to choose from. It's almost overwhelming. But anyway, uh, let's get to the opening act before the main slate tomorrow. Let's go to the Atlantic 10. And I am going to take the Richmond Spiders. Yeah, I'm not an arachnophobe. I ain't scared. I'm going to lay the three on Richmond at home against a struggling St. Bonaventure club. A minus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look at what the Bonnies have done this season. Well, they've been a colossal bust on defense. Uh, giving up 37.2% from along the arc and 57.2% in terms of overall effective field goal percentage D. That is number 12 in Atlantic 10 play. It's all about Gilliard and Gustafsson. They are going to unleash those G's from outside. 41.1% of Richmond's shots in Atlanta 10 action come from three-point land. Now, they're only hitting 29.9% of those shots, but they have shot the ball better here the last six games, netting over 36% from downtown, including 13 drain triples against the Dukes of Duquesne in their last outing. So I think Richmond, uh, knowing that St. Bonaventure is not defending worth a lick, knowing they're at home, knowing that they're playing better, especially from outside, uh, they're checking all the boxes for me. So I'm going to splash with the Spiders. Minus three against the Bonnies. Minus 110 at DraftKings. Fader, follow. Uh, it, it's St. Bonaventure for crying out loud. Uh, look, folks, in the last 13 games, Brad, do you know how many times St. Bonaventure has covered against the spread? Uh, I think you shared this 13? with me. Was it, is it one time? It's two. Oh, two? two. Oh, all right. Well, double your pleasure, two. I guess. Oh, oh the, bon- the Bonnies are on fire. They <laughs> folks, they're 2-11 and 11 against the spread in their last 13 games. They have been one of the most disappointing teams uh, to try to bet on because early on, you know, it, uh, 
I thought, okay, like I was seeing some lines. I'm like, man, I got to roll with St. Bonaventure here. And then they're just completely shitting the bed. They're awful yeah. right now. Yeah, they're really um, You know, St. Bonaventure has beaten Richmond, <clears throat> excuse me, five times in a row. Uh, it's time for Richmond to break that. I think they win at home. I think they cover. Uh, the Bonnies have just been an absolute betting nightmare. So based on how poorly they have performed against the spread, uh, I have got to go with the Spiders uh, on this one because uh, I, I just – I flat out do not trust St. Bonaventure at all. Get rich quick with the Spiders. Stay tuned for my top picks in college basketball plus bonus time. Number two. Alright, Luddy, let's go ahead and get after it here on this Friday with another college hoops selection and let's go to the Big East. Uh, another one of the marquee matchups of the evening on the hardwood. Uh, Creighton is traveling to Jersey to take on the Seton Hall <laughs> Army Mates. Uh, the Pirates. And yeah, Captain Hook is involved in this one. Ah, shiver me timbers. Uh, and I'm going to side with the Jays here. Plus six and a half against the struggling Hall. Minus 110. At Bet MGM, you look at Creighton. Suddenly, the stiffest defense, and it, it, well, yeah, not offense. We're talking defense. Yes, with the Creighton Blue Jays, uh, but they have a reversal in identity. Normally, a team that fills up the cup, they have struggled offensively this season, and uh, you know, in the past, at least recent iterations, they have been rolling out the red carpet defensively. Not the case. They are clamping down and doing it at an extraordinary rate, giving up just 0.962 points per possession in Big East play. And that is number one. And the entirety of the league, and there are a lot of quality teams that are 100% going to be a multiple bid league, probably going to get uh, anywhere between four to five bids in the NCAA tournament come March. Uh, but for Creighton, what they need to do in this game is actually rediscover that outside stroke and bomb away with Hawkins, with O'Connell as well. Seton Hall uh, has just uh, been overly forgiving uh, when it comes to defending the yard, giving up 36.8%. And Big East action overall, Seton Hall number seven and adjusted offensive efficiency in league play. Uh, throw on top the cherry, the free throw rate of Creighton is rather high and they get it done at the charity stripe, netting 77.8%. So, you know, they can draw contact, they can splash from outside. They're going to keep this one close. I'm not saying they're going to win straight up, but we're getting six and a half here. And Creighton's been you know, playing some damn good ball here of late. See what they did in their last game out, upsetting UConn on the road. So, Lundy, fade or follow the Jays. Are they going to fly high and flap those wings? Plus six and a half in Jersey against struggling Seton Hall. That was uh, an impressive bird call. Uh, Thank I'm not you. gonna lie. That was uh, that was pretty impressive. Yes, I'm gonna take the points with uh, with Creighton, uh, really for all the reasons that you pointed out. But also, um, you know, you go and look at Bartorvik. Um, got it as a two point game. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it, it, sometimes you see the spreads, uh, and 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 I compare them to to Bartorvik a lot, where I'm trying to say, okay, if 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 they're calling for a spread of three and a half, and then you go look at the projections, and you're like, oh well, crap. And, and that's uh, you know. and that's all predictive analytics, and it's also based on performance as well. So it's all baked in. Those are all the ingredients that churns out that number. And you're right, using Bartorvik as a source. Ken Palm as a source, Hazela Metrics, which also does projections as a source, putting them all side by side, it really does help you get to where you need to go uh, on one side of the ledger or the other.
Yeah, I mean, I just I just think it's something I, I really hope folks are out there using it because, for example, Torvik's got it as sixty nine sixty seven nice. uh, for Seton Hall. Uh, if we want to go back just a second to what we were talking about right before the break, it's got Richmond minus six. I mean, these are just numbers that sometimes you can go with with your gut feel. You can go with your own research, but then you can go. All right. Let me see exactly what all of these analytics that pile together uh, are telling me. And sometimes when I need a tiebreaker, it's Torvik that I like to go look at. So yep. uh, this one uh, uh, is projected to be really tight, has Seton Hall winning, but has it uh, expected to be a tight contest. So, you know, it plays into exactly the narrative you were talking about. I like the idea of Creighton catching six. Maybe they don't win it outright, but six and a half just seems like too just seems like too many points. I'm, I'm going to take that uh, for the road squad, and let's see if the Blue Jays can get it done. Cash with Creighton. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, my top play of the day in the world of college basketball. Uh, I love Fresno. I really do. I have a, a strong fondness uh, for this team, particularly one Orlando Robinson, the seven-footer. It could beat you inside and outside. He's shooting over 35% from way downtown. Uh, and he just kisses a ton of balls off the glass. He is a matchup problem for basically everybody in the Mountain West Conference, and particularly for Nevada. And revenge is on the mind for the Bulldogs, and they're going to take a bite out of their conference rival and exact that revenge. Uh, and I'm going to take them on the over, though, not on the spread, but on the over 70.5 team total points, minus 115 at DraftKings. Now, remember, you talked about Bart Torvik, uh, projected Fresno at 71, Ken Palm at 71, Haslametrics at 72 points here. So decent line value here at the 70.5 offering. Uh, they also went over in the prior meeting against Nevada, which they lost on the road in Reno, 77 to 73. But again, that key number there at the end, 73. His team is setting 1.09 points per possession uh, in conference action, 38.7% from distance. That's number one among all Mountain West teams. And there's some pretty good offensive teams in this league. They're also netting 77.9% at the free throw line. You know, so they could salt away the clock. If Nevada wants to play uh, the hack-a-shack game down the stretch, uh, they'll be able to put them away and hopefully put us over the top with this 70.5 line. Tempo will be key. Fresno loves to live in a half-court setting. Nevada wants to rev the engine and speed it up. They're number 26, the Wolfpack, and adjust the tempo in the country. But given the efficiency, given the matchup problem, Robinson went for 26-12 and 12 in the first toe-to-toe. Uh, clash. I think Fresno gets to like 73 to 75 total points here at home. So, Lundy, fade or follow the Bulldogs on that over 70.5 team total against Nevada. Minus 115 to DK. Oh, grab your old spice. We're going to be sweating. We're going to be sweating with this. No, I, I do think they get over this total, but I do think it's going to be close. I think it could come down to some of the, the hack-a-shack free throws that you just talked about. That may be what winds up putting them over the top. Um, I, exactly what the projections are. I, I'm going to shoot for them to be somewhere between 72 and 75, um, right in that range against Nevada. So I'm going to take the over with you, but ooh. This might be uh, this might be one where you know you get you get a kid that goes to the line you got the one and one and he misses the front end and you're like damn son of and you start you know yeah, cussing and four letter uh, words yeah exactly it, it's why sometimes when I'm watching certain sporting events if I have a lot of money on the line uh, to quote our uh, good friend Alfred Williams I have to watch uh, holding a pillow that way if I throw anything <laughs> uh, I don't actually break anything uh, of of note. Uh, yeah, hopefully we will be able to quell the rage and Fresno will get it done. Uh, but we're probably going to be raging over some additional action. It's bonus time. What else you got for me on this Friday, Lundy? 
Well, Brad, we're in the all-star break for the NHL, but just like I talked about at the open of the program, sometimes you're a D-Gen and you just got to go find something to bet on. Uh, Cooper they Cup have... over Rush Arts! Go get it! <laughs> They've got uh, a fastest uh, skater competition that they do every year uh, with the skills competition, and Connor McDavid has won it three times. Uh, he uh, uh, he lost most recently, um, but he's won this thing three times. He's the odds-on favorite at plus 150. Um, but if you want to dig a little bit deep and just sprinkle like a, a half a unit on a long shot odds, I'm going with Jordan Cairo uh, mm. of the St. Louis Blues. And I know, Brad, you have no idea who any of these guys are because no. you don't follow no. hockey. It's I OK. Know. But Jordan competed uh, in this competition at the at the AHL level, at the minor league level a couple of years ago, um, came in second. He's pretty damn quick. Um, young guy, I think he's 23, 24 years old, and he's at plus 800 to pull off the upset and win this particular competition tonight. Um, so I, I just sprinkled a small bet on it just because it's a plus 800, more than likely based on just the, the pure skill set that McDavid has. He's probably going to win it for the fourth time, which will break the tie that he's had. He'll wind up being the guy that's won it the most in NHL All-Star history. But Jordan Cairo to me, at plus 800 is worth just a little sprinkling uh, of a bet just to be able to ha uh, have some fun. So there's a hockey pick for you on a Friday. Uh, but really, I'm just looking forward to tomorrow tomorrow's college basketball slate because holy crap, is it good? <laughs> yeah, it's it's stupid, man. And it is every single Saturday. I mean, it's February for crying out loud. First week of the month. This is the stretch run. Conference titles on the line. Uh, you get all kinds of stunning, breathtaking. Uh, sweaty, sweaty matchups galore. And like I said, it's going to start at like 9 a.m., uh, depending upon what time zone you're in and will not end. Oh, yeah. Until oh, yeah. You, tomorrow, morning, uh, tomorrow morning starts with, uh, who is it, Nova and uh, I can't remember. Anyway, it's at 9 o'clock, uh, 9 a.m. if you're on the uh, West Coast. Oh, I mean, my it, God. It's yeah. like we, we come straight out of the gate tomorrow with, uh, with a top 25. It's UConn and Villanova. Sorry, I couldn't remember who oh, the opponent wow. was. It's Nova and UConn as the first game of the day tomorrow. So, yeah, uh, you know, uh, 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 pants optional. Let's watch some hoops tomorrow. But like I said, tonight, have some fun with the skills competition. And if you want to take a long shot, Jordan Cairo is my long shot at plus 800. All right, well, let's go uh, back to the NBA. And I am going to log in uh, another player prop that I'd like tonight. I uh, like Luka Doncic over nine and a half rebounds. Uh, Light juice just minus 105 right now at DraftKings against the 76ers. Uh, Doncic has been over this in eight of his last 13. And uh, I was shocked when I was looking up some numbers on Philadelphia. They are dead last in the NBA in opponent defensive rebounding percentage with Joel Embiid. Really? For real? Like, that, that's head-scratching to me. 80.2% is what they have allowed this season. And they've also got the 12th most opponent rebounds per game. So, nice line value there, especially with the lighter juice. I also like the over on Anthony Simons, a three-and-a-half made triples against OKC. Now, Simons... Uh, has been ice cold the last couple of times out. Five for his last 22 from distance, but he's been over this in seven of his last nine games. In fact, in his last 16 games, he's averaging 10.4 three-point attempts per contest. Oklahoma City, middle of the pack in three-point percentage Ds. So, Simons at plus 110 at DraftKings uh, on the over three and a half. Yeah, I think he can get four triples through the cylinder. Meanwhile, elsewhere in college basketball, uh, I do like Brown. I'm getting down those uh, future check riders of the world in the Ivy League. Uh, Brown laying four at home against 
the Harvard Crimson, and I think Brown will dispense of Harvard uh, with relative ease. Uh, Brown number one in two-point percentage D in the Ivy League, giving up just 50.0% in that category. Also really extend to the arc as well. Number three in three-point percentage D. Uh, why is that important? Well, Harvard is entirely three-point dependent. 45.8% of their shots come from outside. Harvard also dead last in effective field goal percentage D. So, Keno Lilly lights it up from outside and guides Brown to a cover tonight. And uh, that is a wrap for us. Oh, no, you know what? Now, double bonus time, Lundy. I would be remiss if I didn't throw out a Colorado State projection. Yeah. I think Colorado State, I'm going to ram it. With CSU inside Moby, you know that uh, audience and attendance is going to be well lubricated for a Friday night game in oh, Fort yeah. Fun. Are you kidding me? And you're taking on San Diego State. I think they will cover, and they could do it with relative ease, the three points that they are laying against the Aztecs. Uh, why? Well, I think Colorado State is going to try to speed up San Diego State, make them uncomfortable. San Diego State likes to play in a half-court setting. Uh, they're the best defensive team in all of the Mountain West, so they have got to live in transition to the Rams to prevent SDSU from setting that defense because if they set it, you might as well forget it because it is quite the chore to score on them. But when you have David Roddy, when you have Isaiah Stevens, when you have Tanjay, when you have Deshaun Thomas, all these guys are shooting over 40% along the arc and they're very good off the bounce as well. This is one of the most electric offensive teams in the country. I think you pulled all together. Also, SDSU one and three away uh, this season. I I think CSU gets a, a much-needed victory and stays there in the upper echelon of the Mountain West Conference, which has been a, an incredibly fun league this year. So lay the three there. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. Helps us out tremendously. Enjoy your weekend and your stupid Saturday uh, slate where you're going to be living in a sedated state uh, probably the you know, from sunup to sundown. I will be one of those individuals. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.